Hey everyone, welcome to the Torn ACL Recovery Podcast. My name is Chris Arnold, and this is a short series podcast that follows my personal journey from ACL injury back to full strength. In it, I discuss the ups, downs, and everything in between in the days, weeks, and months after surgery. Hopefully this will help you in your own process to getting well after injury. Thanks for listening. Another week has passed and three weeks are now in the book. So this is week three of the podcast. Hard to believe now looking back that three weeks ago, basically to the day, um, I'm totally out of it. I'm loopy. I'm on the couch um, in pain as the nerve block wears off. And um, in that sense, so much has changed. There's been so much positive improvement over the last three weeks, even though at the same time, it feels like it's extremely slow like it's been three months rather than three weeks. Uh, This week I want to talk about a couple of different things just to to recap how things have gone for the third week for my recovery. Um, I want to cover some of the random little things that have come up for me that I've noticed. Numbness, um, I'm calling it rogue pings and pangs. I've had like a cold foot thing for a while I want to kind of dive into. You might be facing that. the PT schedule for me too has also become really important for recovery. And, and even though it feels like things are going really slowly, I know that the way I'm sticking to the PT is making a huge difference. So I'll cover that. <clears throat> the brace, the locked brace has really evolved in the last week, um, really going from always locked all the time, always on to not on very much. And I'll talk about that. And then for me too, the, the transition into walking again and driving or rather not driving. I'll touch on all of those things as well. So the, the last week where, where I left off after week two was um, my, my shin pain was still pretty high. Um, thankfully, the ibuprofen I was able to start taking about 10 days after the surgery really knocked down the initial swelling of the, the tibia and my shin. Um, the swelling around my knee really hasn't been too terrible. I mean, I notice it, I feel it, I can see it, uh, but it's really been the shin. And in week three, the main difference was that it slowly has gotten better, albeit it's not, it's not normal again, it's not great. Um, when I stand up, I still have, if I stand up long enough, I'll say, I still have pain um, on my shin. And now, though, I feel it's moving closer up to the actual incision incision site, right where the tunnel was drilled for the procedure itself. So that seems far more normal and, and maybe what most people encounter, you know, during week two, whereas week two, I was really struggling with full on shin pain and throbbing. Maybe I'm now kind of experiencing what most people experience when they don't have that um, end result after the surgery. So that, that has felt more normal, uh, for lack of a better word, and really has uh, been encouraging to, to kind of feel that, that pain go away. In, in addition to that, I'm, I'm noticing all the little things now. You know, I, have, I do have numbness in and around the incision site, and for me, it's, it's, if you're looking down at your leg, um, it goes to the, to the lateral side of the incision. So where my incision is, it's kind of, um, I don't know, I'd call it a maybe a fist or a hand sized area, a patch that is just totally numb on my shin and kind of down a little bit on the lateral side of my, of my leg. I read everywhere that that's normal, you know, that 
what happens during surgery is that there is a, a cutting of some some nerves and they they grow back slowly. Um, a lot of people get that feeling back. It sounds like some people um, retain some level of numbness in a few in a few spots. So I'm really curious how that's going to uh, evolve for me personally. It feels really weird <laughs> to have a big numb area on my leg and. Um, Maybe because I'm a cyclist and I choose to to shave my legs for the uh, for, for the aesthetic or for the for the full on road cyclist vibe. So when I when I shave my leg, it feels really weird when I hit this patch that I can't feel. And so women will probably understand that a little bit more than than any male listeners who are going through the same thing. But it's definitely a weird feeling. I, I also have started to have um, what I'm assuming is just healing occurring within the, the joint and around the joints. A lot of random pings and pangs and like I'll be laying on the couch at night or in bed overnight. And I'll just have kind of like a sharp pull or a tug or a, a pain and it doesn't last very long, but it's almost like the knee is waking back up. It's it's sometimes it'll tingle a little bit. You know, I'm definitely getting the quadricep um, muscle to um, react and kind of activate on its own at random times throughout the day. It's really interesting. It's sort of like something that's coming back alive and at the same time a little bit unnerving, not having gone through it before. But again, I think it's just a part of the process. So for me, week three has really started to, I've really started to see these little things happening. You know, I might do a, a PT session and then afterwards my quad is really kind of dancing all around or, um, you know, at the end of the day, my starting to feel some weird aches and pains that I haven't felt before. And they always pass, but it's been a new observation for me this week. And then with regards to cold feet, I'm still icing quite regularly. Um, I have the luxury of working remotely. And so I'm able to sort of go from working to a quick PT timeout to icing my leg and um, whenever I wake up in the morning, I'm icing it right away. Usually right before bed, I'll still be icing it as well, just because I really want this shin stress and this shin swelling to go down. Um, but no matter what, I'm getting cold, sweaty, gross feet <laughs> when I do that. And I don't know that there's any way to avoid that. I think I'm just telling myself that's normal because of the circulation getting back to normal, having a cold ice pack or ice wrap on my knee, you know, four or five, six times a day. Um, if I get up and I'm moving around, take my sock off, you know, it's, it resolves itself, but it's also something that I'm noticing, um, as being a consistent state of affairs at the moment. I mentioned PT a little bit earlier, and I think for, for me in week three, I've really seen the most change and most results out of the PT schedule. I said earlier, it feels like it's been three months and everything's going so slowly. But at the same time, if I look back to three weeks ago, you know, I'm laid out. I haven't bent my knee one bit and, and the, my whole world's turned upside down as I'm, you know, sitting there kind of half baked from narcotics. But my PT schedule now is essentially three times a day. I set alarms for 10 AM, 2 PM and 6 PM. And, you know, it may be you know, 30 minutes to an hour before or after. Um, but three times a day, I will, I will hit the PT exercises that my physical therapist has um, assigned to me for that week. I will really be diligent about that. And, and what I mean by that is 
there's a difference between surgical pain and muscle pain. And any athlete out there knows that, um, I'm really, really pushing, for example, the flexion exercises to max muscle pain tolerance each time so that when I back off, it's, it feels fine. It feels good. It goes back to normal. But when I hit that, that apex of the, the stretch or whatever it is, I'm really pushing through the pain threshold to get results. And this week, my flexion was up to 104, which was a huge improvement from last week and the week before. You know, I've, I've read a lot of people get flexion back faster than I have. So I've, I've, it's been in my mind, to say the least. But um, it's made a huge difference to have the schedule, to have the diligence. And even though, you know, most people probably want this, I know I want this, I want to be able to, you know, to pull my leg up and see an additional five degrees of flexion, you know, every day or, or whatever that might be. And that just doesn't happen. So it's, it's also been an exercise in really tempering my expectations and, and understanding that I might get two or three degrees a day and two degrees the next day. Maybe the day after that, it's really sore and I get one degrees. But week over week, you're talking 10, maybe 15 degrees of new movement that you didn't have the week before. So while it feels so slow, it really is progressing quickly. And I, and I really do attribute that to making the time to be diligent with PT because no one's going to do it for you. And so you really need to kind of build up this mental fortitude um, and take the responsibility to do it yourself, even though at times it's tough and it's it's, um, I was going to use the term blood, sweat, and tears. It's not really blood anymore, but it is sweat. I sweat at random times during these PT exercises. And there have been a couple of moments when I've, you know, just had a moment of, of, of little, little bit of breakdown, you know, this is so hard or this is so frustrating, but then you just kind of get back on the horse and keep going. So that's all natural. Um, and then when these moments happen where you have a breakthrough, it's, it's extremely fulfilling. With regards to PT and just the general schedule of the knee um, in week three for me, I've really found that in the morning it's it's the hardest to get up and get moving. I'm it it really does feel like Groundhog Day where I wake up every morning and it's been a not great night of sleep. I wake up and my knee feels like I sprained it terribly the day before and it's like I'm starting all over again. So it really just takes some time to get into the flow of the day. I still do ice first thing in the morning. That seems to help me. Um, and then after that first PT session in the morning, um, and I'm not talking about an hour long workout. I'm talking 15, 20 minutes to do your exercises. Um, for me, it's really felt a lot better and that's made a huge impact. So throughout the middle of the day, it feels a lot better. I'm walking around, I'll use air quotes, walking around. Um, and then in the evening it starts to get achy again and tired. And like I said earlier, I'm starting to feel those like pings and pangs of just the knee regenerating, healing, uh, being tired. Uh, so that's the, all that stuff is very apparent to me now. I'm very, I'm, I'm very hyper aware of, of those stages throughout the day. And then in addition to that walking using air quotes, I'm down to one crutch walking. I'm able to place a lot more weight on the leg almost hundred percent at this point. Uh, but again, it's, de- it's, it's time dependent on the day. So in the morning, that's really hard. I'm, I have a pretty good limp in the morning, but by midday, I feel great. I'm able to put most pressure on the leg. It feels pretty good. feels pretty stable and solid. 
I have a good, you know, PT session or two in the, in the middle of the day. And then, you know, I might start to feel achy again and kind of limp a little bit more at night. So brace wise, I, I, I moved, I would say I moved basically from one end of the spectrum to the other over this last week. I'm, I'm not wearing it to sleep anymore. Um, when I do have it on, I am usually having it on only to go out to PT or go out anywhere. Um, sometimes I'll put it on um, unlocked to practice some flexion stuff and just to just re- literally read the dial on the side to see how far I've come. Um, sometimes <laughs> that's like a little mental hack. You know, I know that two weeks ago I couldn't get it past this degree and now look at me, I'm, I'm so much further along. And so that's been a, a kind of a good little um, mental boost if I need it. Um, but I'm really, after my last PT session this week, I'm really trying to stick to one crutch without the brace inside my home so that I'm able to really practice the weight bearing and just the feeling of having the brace off. It's, uh, it's deceiving how different it feels to not have that brace on anymore. So uh, that's where I am walking wise. I think uh, it seems like with the way that things are progressing, I'm going to be able to start walking under my own weight next week and probably slowly just ramp up from there as far as um, you know, muscle control, walking without a limp. I think the mornings are probably going to be pretty, pretty, uh, sore for a while. I don't see that changing too soon. Um, and then driving, I, I still haven't been driving. My surgical knee is my right, my right knee. And so they say four to six weeks for that. Um, I do imagine I'll be driving in another week or so. I think my strength will, will be back enough for that. And I'm not too worried about that. So that's a good thing. That'll be a lot more freedom and a lot more, you know, probably positivity that comes out of feeling like I can do more things for myself. And, you know, having, having spent the last few weeks with, with my wife and with friends, helping, taking me places, serving food, cleaning up, um, you know, it's, it's really nice to be able to feel like I can finally give back and, and return the favor on, on a lot of those things. So, uh, week three recap, it's been, it's been really positive overall. It's not a fast paced process by any means. Um, but at the end of the day, I think week three has been somewhat of a turning point. So I'm really excited to get into week four and see how things, uh, begin to progress there as well. So I'll end it there today. Uh, if you're on week three or somewhere in the vicinity, I, I wish you well. And I'm hoping that this is going to be a really solid week for you as well.